Oh, good evening, boys and girls. Welcome to another live edition of the Highbury Squad. Giggles in the green room. Boy, do we have a great show lined up for you tonight. Let's rock and roll. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Highbury Squad. Listen, Newman, stop complaining. We're not late. We're just, you know, on time. On time for crying out loud. Welcome back to the show, my podcast brother from another mother, Mr. Super Kev, Super Kevin Campbell. But Hi, Solf. How are you? I'm pretty good. I am ready. I've missed this. Ready to do some of this tonight. Oh, oh yeah, especially that 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 lad in the top corner. <laughs> that lad. We, <laughs> we'd like to welcome our very special <laughs> guest. He's <laughs> already catching on. Well done, Tom. Gianni we have judges, Gianni judges in the house. <laughs> Hence why we are all wearing sunglasses at the start of the show. Uh, I may not be able to read, so I may have to take mine off. But also joining <laughs> us is... Gianni Judge's partner in crime. <laughs> I haven't come up with that one yet. <laughs> He's going to be doing a segment on the show this it's season. It's Dapper Google. Dan, isn't it? It's got to be Dapper Dan, isn't it? Dapper, Dapper Dan. Desperate Dan. Dan. That's it. That's what no, no, not Desperate Dan. No, no, no. Dapper no, 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 Dan. Hey, if you've got all the Plymouth, he's Dapper. So Dapper, yep, Gianni Judge's and Dapper Dan. It is very bright in the studio tonight. <laughs> it is very bright. It but is very bright. We've come, the, we've come prepared. You know what, Dan? The future is so bright. We've got to wear shades, baby. Hey? Absolutely. Pleasure to be on with you guys, man. Pleasure. I've missed well, you. We've, we've missed you guys missed too. You, it's missed uh, you guys, man. Way too long. I know. I can't see. You're right. Um, I really can't. I did like the last... Uh, the last um, nickname here that someone had had the matrix crew from matty k i'm into that you know a right. little bit of subliminal two universes colliding here right um but anyway welcome everyone and thanks lee and dan for joining us this evening before we get stuck into the football and some fun stuff i got planned for you guys I've came across some shots today and I just thought I'd share them because not only are, the, are these guys styling, you know, the shades, but what is going on here? I've even got the shirt and the jacket. I've got the shirt to match the ear and the jacket. I, <laughs> I wonder if Gianni judges a, a, um, uh, rubber stamps it that it's all right. Is that all right, Mr. I, I like it. The top button undone, showing a bit of the old chest. You can't knock that. That's there sure. you go. There well, you go. well, listen, Kev, you do set the trend and you just called him Dapper Dan. Are you sure about that? <laughs> oh, I tell you, Dapper <laughs> Dan, there you go. Love it. Uh, I mean, as we all know, it's like this is... <laughs> <laughs> a better looking version, a better looking version. There you go. There you this, go. Dad. This is all inspired by, you know, this and of this course. somehow yes. Kev oh, always, always yes. ropes the boys into doing this type of stuff. And I'm not sure Dapper Dan was Dapper there, but let me tell you something. Who is this lovely little number, eh? Who's that? <laughs> 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 it's Gianni Judges. Come oh, on, look at Gianni yeah. here. Look at that. 
Fashionista with Plymouth. There you go. Fashionista with Plymouth. Oh, my goodness gracious, gosh. It's so good. Um, Kanchita, was that the chick that won the um, the Eurovision Song Contest? Oh, uh, I think we're freaking people out. Martina oh. Navratilova's coming up. I mean, you know, we've got, <laughs> we got granny judges from Tahiti. Oh, I, I don't know which one's worse, though. Oh, I mean, this one's like gold, Goldilocks and, and a hangover. <laughs> you know what? There's a, there's a story to this, obviously, right? So we, were, oh, we had to go. We had to Better go. be. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> We had to go as uh, as kind of celebs or stars or whatever. So <sighs> I was thinking, oh, let's just go. And I was with my mate. I said, let's just go for something really random. Like, what can we do like together? And we came up with Wayne's World, right? Yeah. So obviously, I was actually <laughs> Wayne, believe it or not. My mate went as Garth, and I just nicked his wig and stuck it on. And everyone's like, right, that suits you. I'm taking a picture. That suits you. Goldie Locks, that was obviously mentioned. So I thought, when I see you two doing that, I thought, oh, I've got one of them on my phone. I've got, I've got I know where I'm that. going. Yeah, I'll be bless. Yeah. <laughs> Needed that. a little bit. I mean, it's a lovely 80s perm style, but i got to tell you, you know, I mean, Kev, just somehow still he, he looked all in a potato sack this guy he looks suave kev looks i know suave, mate. but Listen, this one guys comb, but uh, gandalf lord <laughs> of the ring well done sire you bloody hell i tell you <laughs> i cannot get enough of this one i got oh, a brilliant, brilliant. bit of carlos valderrama going on as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it. my god Love top that. shelf stuff you guys well done oh, well done excellent. um before we kick off with some football talk, Mr. Judges, Gianni Judges, um, name me one fun thing you've done this summer. You may have done two or three, but how's your summer going? Um, have you been having fun? Just doesn't oh, seem like the football season ever ends, but it seems like you've been enjoying some other bits and bobs as well. I, I, I love the summer. I love the summer because you can. it's not just about football. It's, uh, you know, a bit of tennis. I've been in Wimbledon. Um, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the photos and everything like when I went to Wimbledon, which is really, really nice. Bit of the cricket, took in a bit of the cr cricket, got a little bit of hospitality there. And you know what? I'm topping it off this weekend on Sunday. I am in Diamond Club at the Emirates. I am going back to the Emirates for the first time in over, where, is it a year and a half? I thought I'd do it with the old Diamond Club. Like, you know, do, it, so, do it in oh. style. I'm not taking these shades with me. I never, you know, Gianni, so, exactly, yeah. Gianni. you got to whistle it up, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, so, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll be up there in the director's yeah. box and hopefully I will push for a few transfers for everybody on uh, come Sunday and we'll see a few signings come Sunday. Yeah, oh, put, my gosh. Put your, hey, <laughs> write in who you want to sign and Lee will go and sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> um and lee by the way I, if you haven't subscribed to lee judges tv yet with these two you must do that and uh dan i saw you having a little bit of All fun right, you you're, have, you're having you're having a good a good summer as well and i really enjoyed your formula one piece was that oh. the most fun thing you've done so far this summer Without a doubt, no, nothing came close. And it wasn't just the fact that I'm a massive Formula One fan. Obviously, spending time with the old man was always great. And um, if I'm honest with you, it's the first time that I've seen fans together, uh, united, having fun, having a beer, shouting for Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Orlando Norris, whatever one you're going for, and uh, just enjoying life. It's the first time we've been able to do that in a crowd of people for 18 months. So I didn't know Lee was going at the weekend. I'm also going on Sunday with my dad. I've managed to get a couple of tickets for Arsenal mm -hmm. Chelsea just to get back into the Emirates because we miss it, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. 
it's by far the best thing we've done, and me, me, me and my old man had a great one. Yeah, you, you give me a wave like that with your prawn, with your prawn and avocado sandwiches and, and all I'll this stuff. I'll throw you one. I'll, yeah. You get your own, I'll throw I'll you one. I'll have my mouth open, and then you can throw me a prawn and avocado, Sani. Unbelievable, this bloke, isn't he? Oh, my beers goodness. Half pints on judges. Yeah. <laughs> you know the score. The oh, my goodness. Ball. Um. So I obviously we can't, you know, have you guys on the show and not get your take. I know you've done your shows and, and stuff like that, but um, the Highbury Squad listeners would love to hear your take so far on the summer transfer window, Lee. Um, you know, very important. It's uh, critical that we bring in some more business. But as it stands right now, um, what's your take so far? Um, listen, I'm not going to be negative about it, but at this moment in time, um, we are actually like four, three weeks or four weeks into the transfer window, and we're actually weaker than what we was at the end of last season, and we come eighth. So, um, and I, I say that we've we haven't got a backup goalkeeper. We had a very very good goalkeeper in Matt Ryan last year, which we haven't got. We had Udegaard playing as a, as a sort of number ten creative player. We had Danny Sabias to come in and out. Uh, at this moment in time, we've got no. Um, number 10 uh, in, in my eyes. We need someone in that position. We haven't got no one uh, to play alongside um, Partey, in my opinion. And, of course, we're, we're going to lose, um, <clears throat> you know, Granite Shacker, I, I would imagine so. So I, I think that at this moment in time, it's not been a, a, a positive window. We've got in a couple of good players. I think Ben White does improve the 11, which is what we're looking to do. Can't believe that Arsenal fans... Are moaning, right? Moaning about the price because last season when we don't buy someone, we go, oh, why aren't we going over the top and getting these players? The fact of the matter is, these players you've got to you've got to make them want to make a club sell. So you, you've got to over overprice, and so we do it and we get slagged off. And when when we don't do it, we get slagged <laughs> off. So for me, I don't care. But what I will say this is, if we spend fifty million on Ben White as a central defender in an area that we could have got away with. If we don't sign midfield players and then the club turn around and say, oh, we haven't got money, that is scandalous. You know what I mean? Like, and that's bad business. So I think that they've got the money and I think Arsenal will sign players come come at, by the end of the transfer window. And I think if we do sign two really class midfield players, I think we've got a very, very good chance of getting above eighth. There you go. Oh, well, hold your hold the mayo there and the mustard, Mr. Judge. Was that a little dig? Was that a little yeah. dig there? <laughs> Just be <laughs> he's come off firing right I'm out of the telling box. You he has, he has. Hasn't he? Uh Super Dan, um, or Dapper Dan as you're now known as. Um obviously, you know, you and I have been critical of Arteta, as has Lee. And sometimes people mistake criticism for being negative or toxic. I don't think um, that applies to anyone here um, in this group this evening. What is your take so far, Mr. Potts? So everyone knows I'm not a huge fan of Arteta. Everyone knows I'm not a huge fan of this new regime. But if I was to be positive about one thing, and I've said this to Lee loads of times, off the pitch, I can think of positives because off the pitch, I can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to get a young crop of players here that are going to be going through to the next four or five seasons together and grow like a little bit like 
Sir Alex Ferguson did, I suppose, in the class of 92, right? Let's take that as an example. So they look at that with the Martinelli's, the Sackers, the Smith Rose, the Miguel Aziz's being promoted, the Balogun's with a long-term contract. You could add Tierney and Gabriel in that. And then you look at the signings and you think, Lokonga, young, highly rated. Tavares, young, highly rated. Ben White, extremely highly rated. So I get it. I understand where they're going. My problem, Soph, is are they going to be able to execute it this season? And that's what we're going to be judging them on. No more excuses, no more COVID, no more he didn't have preseason, no more he needs 17 transfer windows, no more this isn't his team, no more that, yeah? No more excuses. First six games, get me at least 10 points or go. Because I've got no more excuses with this guy. I've run out of patience last season. And at the end of it, I want to be starting on a high. None of this. We've got Chelsea, Man City and Spurs, though. We can't beat them. Yes, we should be able to at least compete with those teams. Otherwise, he ain't up for the job. Not with these players that apparently we've got coming in. So we're not going to stop at Ben White. And I think the biggest positive with what Lee said is 50 million on Ben White is not a priority signing and we spent 50 million on a player that some people are saying we didn't even need because we had Saliba. That's got to be a good thing because they're basically saying that Ben White is coming in, but trust me, we are going to be buying some more players. So if James Madison's going to come in or somebody like that, I'm expecting a marquee signing in midfield, whether it be defensively like Basuma or whether it be creatively, uh, creatively wise uh, like James Madison. So that's where I'm looking at right now. I don't want any more excuses with this guy. I'm sick to death of him. And people will always start saying, oh, we haven't had a pop of full pre-season again because it's been disrupted. That'll be the first excuse when the first few games don't go well for this guy. So I'm going to be optimistic that the signings are going to be right. And I'm going to be optimistic that we're going to start well. Take nine points from Brentford, Burnley or Norwich, or he's under pressure, mate, as far as I'm concerned. So that's what I've got to see. Yeah. You know, uh, it's all all true. Everything you and Lee said, I agree with completely because, you know, Lee makes a good point about the midfield. Dan makes a good point about the start to the season. Kev, you and I have talked a lot about this is it for Arteta. He's building a team finally in his image. He gets the green light. He can try and get off that, um, that you know, P1 as fast as Lewis Hamilton. It's important. The first 10 games you and I went through, and I'm going to get Lee and Dan's take on that a little bit later on. Um, so far, you think so good, right or wrong? Yeah, look, there, there, there are gaps in the squad, 100%. Lee's right, Dan's right. There are certain gaps, but here's the one thing I will say. Our problem last season, a lot of the time, was transition from the back to front. Our front suffered, and you think it's just the forwards, but it's not just the forwards. It's actually the transition from the defence through the midfield. We weren't good enough at the back to get that ball shifting through the, through the midfield. And yeah, at times we weren't good enough in midfield. But you know what? A defender can make a difference. And we saw when David Luiz was there and listen, he was much maligned. He made mistakes, etc. His passing range from the back made a big difference to Arsenal at times. So that's what Ben White's going to bring to the table. Not only is he aggressive in the tackle, he's someone who can pick the ball up and he's, he's, he's play from the back not only passing it, but joining in, running beyond the, his strikers, going into the midfield, commits the opposition, and we could play around them. I think that's going to be a key, a real key spot for us. But the priority for me is that central midfield. I think once we get the engine room right, honestly, I, I think this team's going to could go places. Okay, so... 
I asked this question to Curtis Shaw and I also asked it to, to Jordan Jarrett Bryan and DJ Tony Perry last week when they were on the show. And I th- Kev and I had briefly talked about it, but I wanted to get your take now you know a little bit more about the, the signings, Kev and, and Lee and Dan. And Dan, I'll, I'll start this one with you. What would you say if I said to you um, that maybe Laconga is the plan to play alongside party? Maybe. We don't know. Everyone keeps saying, well, you don't know. So if you don't know, Kev, you don't know, Lee, you don't know, Dan. Okay, so we don't know. So with that said, what if the plan was Laconga is the guy? Comes from a recommendation from Vincent Company, Mikel Arteta, and he had been in communication. Thierry Henry recommended him, 21-year-old. He's captain of Anderlecht. Vincent Company just doesn't make any player, especially a kid or a young man, uh, captain of Anderlecht at that age. What would you say if that our plan is to play Cedric or Chambers at right back? That our back line is going to be Gabriel and um, Ben White, who, by the way, still haven't seen him holding the shirt up. And until that happens, of course, you know, we hold our breaths. Uh, and then you've got Party and Lakonga. You're going to have El Nenny as a backup, maybe somebody else. And you've got Tavares to step in for Kieran Tierney. And if we don't sign anyone after the big marquee 50 million announcement, this could be it. What would you and say, if, Dan? If this is it, then on Arteta and Edu be it because it ain't enough. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have Lokonga as your centre midfield, let's hope that he is of Gilberto Silva because otherwise, if he's not, he's going to be out the team and El Nenny's back in and we're back to eighth place midfield from last season. So we need to look at that seriously in the centre of midfield. I'm with KC. That centre of midfield is probably the weakest it's been. I like Thomas Party at the moment and that's where it stops. Miguel Aziz is a kid. El Nenny, we all know what he's given us. Sideways and backwards passing. Yeah, does a job but you want him coming on at 2-0 up, not bringing him on when you need a goal. That's not the player we need moving forward. Chaka needs to go. He's not gonna, We're not going to progress with somebody like that. So we mm-hmm. need to get that partner for Thomas Party correct. And if we do not sign somebody to play as a number, whether it be Basuma, Neves, Husam Awar, if you want to go more attacking, or a Fabregas like next to Party, whatever it be, he needs to get that dead right. Because otherwise, Arsenal fans are going to be saying, why have you spent 50 million on a centre-half when we had a 30 million centre-half you sent back to France, which we'd rather have kept to get somebody next to Thomas Party if you did not have that money? Great signing Ben White, but it's only great if you sort out the other positions as well. I would not be surprised, Soph, if we Mm -hmm. do not get another right-back. I would not be surprised at all, even leaving Bellerin. Because we've got three, remember, and Maitland-Niles can still play there. So it wouldn't surprise me if they saw the other areas and they looked towards January until they could look into, or even the next summer, and looking into it. Because we're not going to get eight players in. I just don't think we are. I'd love to say we will, but I just don't think that we will do that much. We still need a backup goalkeeper. They've sorted out the backup left-back, which is great. Obviously, Ben White coming in is superb. I'm a big fan of what they're trying to do um, creatively-wise with some of the youngsters, with Martinelli, Saka and Smith-Rowe. But I do not want them to burn out. They can't be playing 38 games. Yeah. Right. Saka missed, what, six, seven weeks of last season because he was absolutely knackered. Mm-hmm. Smith Rowe came into the season, which is why he's still buzzing, because he only started at Christmas. We don't want that to be Saka next season. So these two need help. And I'm all for getting in James Madison to help out. I'm not I'm not one of these, oh, well, Smith Rowe won't play now. Trust me, he will. 
because what we will have is a strong enough team to compete in that league for 38. I'm a fan of no Europe. I've been saying it for a couple of seasons. I'd rather be out of the damn thing and start again and rebuild. And that's what I want to see this team do now. So to answer your question, Soph, we could be in a position, yes, where we do not see eight or nine players coming in. Mm -hmm. And I would be okay with that as long as that midfield is sorted, because that is where we're weakest. And Lee, that's a good point. And, you know, the problem is, is the market is really challenging. N not many clubs have a lot of money. Some of the players that we have want to move to uh, European clubs, even tougher uh, money-wise than a lot of Premier League clubs. And, you know, we've seen this movie before. You know, you bring in Santi, everyone goes crazy, the marquee signing, and then nothing. You bring in Ozil, marquee signing, then nothing. You bring in Alexis Sanchez, marquee signing, then nothing. You spend 30-plus on Mustafi, 30-plus on Xhaka, and then, you know, there's Kev says it all the time. We haven't addressed this, this, this and this. It's been done before, but by previous people who are making the decisions. Are you hoping that truly this time around that does change? Um, because it's going to be tough shifting some of these wages off our bill. And it's not going to be easy bringing in a ton of more players. No, I get that. Um, but hope is what we got. You know, hope is what kills you. You know what I mean? And this is what I'm hoping for at the moment. I'm hope hoping. is not a plan either, is it? No, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit with what Dan's saying there. Listen, we've been crying out for a big, strong midfield player for a long while. They've gone and got that with Party. We've been asking for a central defender. We've gone and got Gabriel. So they have, they have got some sort of holes picked in there. They've also brought in somebody like Martinelli for the future. Is is very very good. I know anybody any in the know person or a journalist turns around and says Arsenal ain't got no money. I'm switching off, turning off because at the end of the day, if Arsenal haven't got no money, what the hell are they spending fifty million pound on a central defender when we've got one that can come in? As we've said, Saliba, who we spent twenty eight million pound. So I'm not having that. So <clears throat> and and I think if at the end of the day we've got to be a little bit ruthless. Uh, Maitland-Niles, you know, we ain't going to get 20 million from him. You know, bad business last season because we, we had a 20 million pound offer and the, uh, the, the conversation must have gone um, from Edu. Um, Mikel, are you going to play um, uh, Maitland-Niles uh, next season? Or, or we gonna <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to play him. OK, we'll keep him and lose 20 million. You know what I mean? So, right, that one, you know what I mean? One is You know, so the conversation, or... or Mikel says, sorry, sorry, Edu, I can't take your phone call. I'm out coaching the lads. I don't know what was going on, but something went on for that not to happen. So here, here go for about 15 minutes. So that phone call or that conversation has cost us five minutes. The one thing that does worry me, mm -hmm. and I say it now, and I don't want to be negative and all that on, on things and that is, Arsenal still not learning their lesson. Eddie into his last year of his contract. Lacazette into the last year of his contract. When are we going to learn? When are we going to sort things out early and make sure that this doesn't happen? Because what happens now is, and, and Kevin knows this more than anybody, is that within the next two or three months, the power shifts completely to the player. And he will have them over a barrel, like we did with Aubameyang, if I'll be honest. We, he had us over a barrel. You know, probably got more money than what he should have done. So we've got to sort those issues out. For me, I think you've got, you've got to bite the bullet with, with Willock. I, I like Willock, but ultimately, is he going to take you to where you want to go? That is a decision that you've got to make, and you've got to live and die by those decisions, as far as I'm concerned. If it was me, sell him to Newcastle, get 20, 25 million. There, there you've got 30, 40 million pounds. There's your Pesuma to go next uh, next to party. Then you look at it and you think, right, OK, we've got Lacazette and uh, Eddie. We don't need two of them. We don't need them. 
we're playing in we're playing in um <clears throat> we've got no europe we've got balligan we've got a bamiang i think we could play pepe down the middle that'd be one of my biggest things this season he, he, he looks a good goal scorer for me and if we have to try and do a little deal with chelsea like and get something like um Tammy Abrams on loan or something like you know because i tell you this now Tammy people slagging off Tammy Abrams so he's not a good player i tell you this now in three years time four years time he'll be a better player than Lacazette do you know why because Lacazette will be retired so you have to think of things like that out of the box and things like that and I don't think that we do that too much you know so we've got to get rid of Bellerin I'm going to be honest now guys I'm really be honest right I think if we get two midfield players and we say, do you know what, we can get away with the right backs in Cedric and Chambers, I'm, 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 I'm yeah, go with it, go with it uh, for a season. I don't think it's a major price. We aren't going to win the league if we go and spend 50, 60 million on a right back. We can't, or, or, or you can get away with, you could get away with the right back, but yeah, the you can't, you can't. You, yeah. can, you think you can, we can get, get away? away and not having no one in there creating because look at the look at the beginning of the season for, to up till Christmas without bringing in Ulegaard. Look how rubbish we was. So that's what you're going with at this moment in time. You're going pre Christmas because we haven't got that player. You but know, that, it's all fine. You know, one of the things I agree with a lot of what you guys have said, but I do not agree with the right back position at all. I do think the midfield is the most important. There's no doubt about that. With you know, when you look at every team in the league, the midfield, there's a reason why Liverpool were able to do what they have in in Europe and in the Premier League. Um, there's a reason why City is so good. There's a reason why Chelsea improved when Tuchel made adjustments after Lampard just couldn't quite make it tactically as a manager with all that talent at Chelsea. It is so important. But that right-back position, the way we play football, I think it would be remiss of us not to bring somebody in and rely on the same players who've really delivered very little. Bellerin wants out, let him go. With a blessing, I think, from all Arsenal fans, everyone would wish Bellerin well. Cedric didn't feature and was kind of ostracised a little last season. And now they're raving about him and trying to sell him to us like he's come back looking lean and fit and he's ready to go. Chambers, who we've sent out on loan how many times? was the player of the year at a relegated Fulham. I mean, let's just stop the madness. If we need a Kieran Tierney on the right side. So, so can I can I just make a point here? You can make 10 points because you the, know why? The, the signing, the signing of Ben White secures that right, right back spot, whether it's Chambers or Cedric. Because he's more athletic than holding. He's better on the ball. He's more aggressive. He, he's, got, he's got more speed. So therefore, what tends to happen is we always got out of shape with the right back being out. Holding got exposed down the sides. That's not going to happen with Ben White. So that's why I think we can get away with it. Not saying that it won't, it doesn't need to be addressed, Sophie. Mm -hmm. That's not what Lee was saying. And Lee would correct me if I'm wrong. I think yeah. what Lee's saying is right now, if we fix the midfield but didn't fill that gap at right back, I think we can get away with it. Oh, I know team. what he meant, and I completely disagree with it. I, I mean, yeah, but I I'm just... just saying because of Ben White being that centre half beside the right back, 
it makes it better. But we thought that would be the case when Gabrielle came or we signed Salah, but he didn't get a chance, you know, with um, no, David, right Lu- David, Luiz, David Luiz coming. No, but you're talking, well, not but spending 50 million on Ben White to come and play right back. No, he's not playing. I'm right. saying. Positionally, White, you're talking ben, about. I'm saying Ben White's the centre-half, the right centre-back. Yes. So that automatically makes the right back spot a lot more secure. But I, that's what I, I, I'm saying. But also, we've seen, and Dan, I'm not sure what you think about the right back position, and you, if you think that it's something that needs to be addressed in terms of the three players I'm talking about: Bellerin, Cedric, and uh, and also uh, Chambers. Um, I, what's your quick take on that before we move on? Do Do I want a right back? Hell yes, hell yes, I want a right back. I think um, we all do. Yeah, yeah. Do I think <clears throat> we'll get one? Is another question mark because I do feel like Cedric and Chambers would do a job, albeit probably a terrible job in certain games for the season in comparison to our centre midfield and some of our other positions creativity-wise. Because I do feel that although we need a right-back, we need a centre midfielder and a creative midfielder a lot more. And I think one of them will have to lose out. And I hope and pray, if it is the case, that it's a right-back. But listen, they could surprise us and go and get Aaron's or somebody like that. We don't know yet. But we've been linked with quite a few right-backs, which would suggest they're looking at one. Whether we're going to get one this summer, I'm not sure. I mean, sometimes fans have got to actually sit there and... and I do get confused with Aston fans. I've got to say this quick. Um, um, they sit there and go nuts because we've signed Ben White and we didn't get Raphael Varane. You cannot tell me you're that naive, right, <laughs> to think Raphael Varane cost less than Ben White. <laughs> he was forty-two million pounds, right? So that's only eight million less. But he's on four hundred thousand yeah. pounds a week for the next four years. So if you add that up, it's about one hundred twenty-five, one hundred thirty million. And Ben White's on a hundred k, which in total adds up to about seventy-five to eighty million in total over the next four years. So I don't know where these fans do their maths, Dan, but it ain't right. Dan, yeah. and add the most important thing: why Varane can pick Man United? They're in the Champions League. Exactly, mate. Yeah, yeah. Not that they'll do anything. Now go watch him win it. Um, uh, by the way, someone made a really good point. Imperative news, and then Johnny Boy followed it up. This is why it's important too. Remember last season, Pepe had his worst games when he played with this Bellerin. This is a good point. I was going to bring this up. This is a great point, by the way. I, I, I agree. If we don't sign a good enough right back, it will directly hamper the performance of Nicola Pepe. Our success depends on Pepe's performance because Oba ain't firing anytime soon. Pepe has shown some really good signs of being ready for it this season. Kev and Lee uh, and Lee. I mean, oh, I, you. What, what do you guys think? I think this is a really, really good point. I mean, we've seen Pepe suffer with who he played better with Maitland Niles behind him than he did with um, with Bellerin. Me personally, I, I, I've said it all along. I'll say it now. I play Pepe as your front man. I would go with him there. I, I feel we every time he goes through. I feel he's going to score. He's very, very. I think he's one of the best goal scorers, like finishers in in in, in our team. You know, when he goes through, he scores. He's a very, very good finisher. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why we can't push him more forward. If we, one of the problems at Arsenal, and you can go back onto the back four as much as you like, and I agree with that. You can go on the right back, but there were times last season. I've seen it even in pre-season. We're dominating the game and missing chances. So we've 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 got to address that. And I I feel that we've got. A Pepe could do that. Uh, I'm not saying all the time, but I, I, I think we could use that. I do agree with that. It's a great point about the right light because 
if you look at it really on the left hand side it was it's short out this whether this is Arteta's fault or not I didn't know who was going to be playing right back from one game to the next you know what I mean like I think even Saka played the game there if I remember rightly like, unless I was I'd had a few beers he or finished up there didn't he he finished up there ben yeah, yeah, away. Right down, so, yeah. Uh, you know get get it in there I I I see what you're saying but I, I'll tell you what I, I I'll tell you this now right and and I, 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 I I'll put my reputation on it like you know I I believe if Arsenal go and get a right back Say of twenty-five million pound and everything, or whatever, 20, 25 million, right? It will not improve us as much as we got the midfield players. Now, I I, I look at um, Juan Bissaka at Manchester United, a very very good right back, fifty million they spent on him. Did it get to them to where they wanted to go? Not really. They was roughly the same position as they were because why? Because they didn't have the midfield creativity that they need. Now they've gone in. They, they, they've gone in and got Sancho. You watch them be a little bit more. Uh, different dynamic here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kev, do you want to see Tavares play in that? I know he's versatile like Cedric, but clearly that didn't really work when we needed it. And Arteta was more than willing to play Xhaka in a left back role. Do you like that dual thing going on, or do you see Tavares as purely a, a Tierney uh, backup? No, I believe he can play right back. And and look, let's have it right. Bellerin didn't always play. And we saw Pepe really come to the fore in the second half of the season. And that was with Cedric and Chambers behind him. So I think the, the key is, can Pepe function with, without spending money? Yes, Pepe proved he can function with these players. <clears throat> Again, the key for us is, is, is that central midfield. If we get that right, we're a lot stronger than we were. And you, you just never know. When you control the ball more, the right back doesn't have to defend as much. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, before we move on to our Tuesday club-ish section, um, just a reminder to everyone to go to footballprizes.co.uk because guess what? You never had to question this guy the king. before a game. The king. Hang that up on your wall, boys and girls. Get a little taste of Arsenal history. You could be with the king every night. He could be the last thing you see before you go to bed and the first thing you see when you wake up. Thierry Henry signed shirt. How about them, Apples? Go to footballprizes.co.uk and check it out. Get yourself a free ticket. I'll be giving one away on Thursday, but don't wait that long because they'll be sold out. Trust me. Um, okay. Now, I titled this show The Tuesday Club-ish. Because it's nowhere near like the Tuesday club that Mr. Kevin Campbell was privy to. Um, and whatever happened at the Tuesday club, Lee and Dan, as you know, stayed in the Tuesday I club. Yeah. Right? Um, so this is why we're calling it the Tuesday club-ish. The Highbury squad is kind of like a show that feels like you're being down the pub with your mates, a little bit like you guys as well. So I thought I'd pretend that we were down the pub. And tonight we're introducing a new segment called the Tuesday club-ish pub game. All right? Um, very simple questions. Don't be afraid. I'm not going to ask you about trivia or where you were on the night of mm, in May 1989. None of that stuff. Okay. Um, we <laughs> we uh, we're just going to have a little bit of fun here. However, I'm going to hold you. Fans went to that game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to account, though. So at the end of the season, we're going to come back and we're going to look at all of your answers. Okay. So uh, get the drinks in. Uh, Lee will have a half a lager shandy. Well done. Thank um, you. Dan, what are you having? 
Uh, I'm going to take a spice rum and coke, please. Ooh. Ooh. Super Kev, I'm assuming a nice, tall, iced beverage. No alcohol. No alcohol. Yeah. I'll be on a Heineken Zero pint. Hein Heineken yeah. Zero. Yeah. like that. Very, very cool. Yeah. All Change. right. I've changed. I've got 10 questions for you, and then I have a quick fire five. All right. So we'll start with Dan. Um, everyone gets the same question. And um, just be real honest with your answers. There's no judgment here. Oh, yeah, are you sure with what Gianni up in the top right? <laughs> by, by the way, a quick room. Someone get Darren a pina colada, please. Um, with a brolly. That is the cocktail, by the way, a pina colada. Isn't it? No, it is. Yeah. You're right. You're right there. You're right there. Especially this time of year, for Number sure. Number one. Number one. Um, and of course, Dublin Guna wants a nice smoky scotch. Right. Um, also, just remember to hit the like button if you hate Tottenham. That's the rule in the house. Uh, okay, here we go. Dan, question number one. Who will have a better season, Saka or ESR? Who will have a better season, Saka or ESR? Okay, this is a great question, by the way. I am going <laughs> to say Smith Rowe. And the reason I'm going to say Smith Rowe is because Saka is becoming quite a typical performance now because he's so good consistently. I feel like Smith Rowe is going to do that. I think the contract, the shirt, I think he's got the ability. I think he's got the head on his shoulders and I think he's got the, the confidence to be that man. So I'm going to go Smith Rowe ahead All of right. Saka. I like that. I think that's a really good point um, in terms of how you see the persona of the player. Um, really interesting. Stop calling him the Smith Zamir. Can't take it. <sighs> we need to stop that from trending. Mr. Judges, who is going to have a better season, ESR or Saka? I think Dan's been having doubles. All day long, I think he's got potentially one of the best players that Arsenal's ever going to have. Potentially, Saka all day long, give me another half. Oh, look at you early, early getting in the second round. Um, Super Kev, would you agree that both need to score more goals? But what is your answer as well on this one? No, I agree both need to score more goals. I think that because they're, because of their age and they're just really starting to come to the fore, obviously Saka took everyone by storm last season. I honestly think Saka, and I, I know Smith Rowe's going to be very good because he's, he's, he's only really played half, half a season, but Saka's been there quite a, a lot longer. The, the, missing that penalty for England and going through what he's gone through, as far as I'm concerned, is going to make Saka a better player. Do you think and, like David Beckham, Kev, when he yeah, came back? Honestly, I really do. And you know the, the, the funny thing about that? Wherever Arsenal go, that young boy is going to get so much respect from the away fans at away grounds as well. Because he's come from nowhere. They know of his talent. And Arsenal are going to be a better team. So that's going to free up more opportunities for him. I just think he's going to have a really, really good season. I think he's going to do a, a bit better than ESR. ESR will have a good season. But honestly, I, I agree with Lee on that one. I think Saka. Interesting. Um, I think that goodwill will last for a few weeks and then fans will revert back to type. Um, but we'll see, Kev. We'll see. I'm with Dan here. I'm, 
Yes. So, Sophie, what, what I mean is yes. he will get the respect. I'm not saying yes. they're going to be a loving, but he will get the respect of opposition fans. Agree. Agree with that. And I'm with um, I'm with Dan on this one. Uh, I'm, I think ESR. I think that he's going to have the type of well, season where rum as well. Look at that. he forces <laughs> he forces um, himself into the England reckoning as well and starts having Southgate ask questions because I think he's going to be that good. Being given that number 10 shirt, I don't think he's going to feel the weight of Dennis. I don't think he's going to feel the weight of Ozil. I don't think he cares. I just think he loves playing football. Um, so we'll see. All right, here we go. Question number two. I like this one a lot. Who will have a better season as manager, Patrick Vieira or Mikel Arteta? Who will have a better season as manager, Patrick Vieira or Mikel Arteta? Lee, I'm going to start with you here and squaddies get stuck in. I'm digging it. <laughs> Listen, I think that there's two different... Um... Uh, two different agendas, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, Crystal Palace is uh, not going to be what, what Arsenal's are. So, for me, I think it's going to be Patrick Vieira because I think that he'll get to the goal that he's meant to be getting to. I can't see, with the players we've got at this moment, Mikel Arteta uh, getting to the goal, which is top four. I think that um, the goal for, for Patrick Vieira will be top ten. Something like that, and and, and keep them up, Lee, wouldn't it? Keep them up, keep them yeah. up, stay out of relegation. Yeah, yeah. keep them yeah. up. Yeah. So and what, I think that yeah. Vieira will achieve that. Uh, do you know why? Because he's Patrick Vieira. <laughs> um, Lee, by the way, I can compare the two. It's my game. So um, I'm not comparing. I'm just asking who's going to have the better season. If that's comparing, then so be it. Super Kev. Who do you think is going to have a better season? Dare I even ask? No, you, you could ask me all you like. I think, I think Arteta is. I, I like what he's doing. I like the players he's brought. Look at, look at Gianni in the top <laughs> corner going down. <laughs> I, I, I honestly believe, honestly, I believe the signings ain't, will not stop. And yeah. I think it will go right up to the wire. We're, we're, we're going to be, he has... He has to bring in the signings that he needs. He has to, or else we're, a, we're in a worse position than we were last season, and he can't afford that. So, listen, I think Patrick Vieira will keep Crystal Palace up, but I honestly think Arteta's going to have a better season. Super Dan? I think judges in case you have had too many Heineken's. <laughs> but they're, they're alcohol-free, apparently. Oh, Dan. yeah, they are. They are, yeah, they are. <laughs> Well, KC's are. I think <laughs> the reason I'll go with Mikel Arteta is only because I really feel for Patrick Vieira. Mm. That is a god-awful team he's got to keep up. They've lost 15 players, yeah? They're probably going to lose Zaha because they need money to try and replace them. They're trying to beg Gary Cahill to sign a new contract. They're in dire straits. They've lost so many players. They've still got Christian Benteke up front who can't score. Nah, they're going down 100%. And they re-signed Benteke, 100%. didn't they, as well? Because they have to, so if they've got no yeah. one else, they're no struggling. Players, yeah. They've yeah. got nobody. I think the three teams that come up are going to easily finish above Palace. They're my favourite to be rock bottom and go down. I'm sorry, Patrick. I absolutely love you, but you can't do it at Nice. You can't do it at the other places you've been. I can't even remember where they are now. But he is not going to do it at Palace. And I think he'll be one of the first managers out the door. I, I really hope I'm wrong because I love him. 
I think he's going down and I think Arteta will do better. Okay, moving on to the next one. Um, oh, Kevin. well, Solf, what about you? You're not getting out of this. Oh, uh, you're in it as well. He's got his pen and paper. He's writing yeah, it Yeah, I'm writing it down. Uh, I do, if you're going to check I us think... at the end of the season, you're getting checked as well. <laughs> Having covered um, Patrick here in MLS uh, and seen what he did at Nice, I'm going to go for Mikel to have a better season. And I think he will have a better season by a long shot. So I I go with Mikel. My I mean, some some of the squaddies may have fainted in chat, but yes, I uh, I do go with Miguel. <laughs> squaddies are like that. <laughs> I'm so hot anyway. Look, I'm and, so red. Me and Sophie. Like, I know. Wow, that is unbelievable. People must be wondering what the hell's happening here. All right, here's one that might piss Kev off a little bit, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Oh, there's no. two players that we're not really well, there's two subjects we're not allowed to talk about. I'm not allowed to talk about someone and something called the NLD. I owe Mike a, a dollar now, that's for sure. And Kev doesn't want us talking about our ex-goalkeeper, but I'm going to anyway. Who will concede more goals this season? <laughs> Who will concede more goals this season? If Leno's still with us, and I'm sure he's going to be, or Mr. Emmy Martinez? Who is going to concede more goals this season? Mr. Gianni, judges, we will start with you. That is a tough question. That is tough. Do you know what? I I think Arsenal is going to get whatever happens this season. They're going to get their defence all without. I really do like you know. Um, <clears throat> ben White is going to make a massive difference, and I feel that uh, whether Leno or Martinez are better goalkeepers, and I think that uh, who's the best? That's debatable. But I think Arsenal will have a better back four in front of them. So I'm going Leno all day long. Super Kev? I agree with Lee. I think Arsenal are going to be a, a, a better defence. Yeah, I think they were third best last season. And we, 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 we gave away some howlers, didn't we, last season? But I just think Leno because of the defence in front of him. Super Dan? Oh, I reckon Judges is now drinking some lemonade because he's starting to sober up a bit and start to make <laughs> sense now, isn't he? What's happening here? What's happening here? I'm with, I'm with, the, I'm with both the lads. I think that the only good thing that we can see is that we don't get hammered four or five no more. And with Ben White, I can see that improving. If we do get another right back, um, as we were discussing earlier, then I think our defence is not our problem. So I believe that Aston Villa will concede some goals. I understand they're going to buy, buy players at Villa. Don't get me wrong. And if they do sell Grealish, they'll be struggling. However, they will replace him with a few positions. But I still feel that we'll have the better defence. So I'm going to go for Leno to uh, keep the most clean sheets. Yeah, I um I I agree. I agree with you guys. I think Villa will have a slump this season, despite all of their investments. And even with Jack Grealish, I think, um, you know, the Martinez love train might end a little bit. And I'm rooting for Leno. I hope we see the Leno in eighteen nineteen. You know, his saves saved us as much as Aubameyang's goal. So um, I'm going to go with Leno. All right, next one here. Who will score more goals this season? Aubameyang. I tried to do a little thing here with Aubameyang's name. Do you guys want to kind of hear it? Go Obangam, for it. Obamam, 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 Yang. <laughs> <laughs> 
Too many Malibu and Coke. Too oh, many Malibu. Then you are, that, that spice rum's kicking in, boy. Malibu pina colada. It's very hot here, and for some reason, I, I chose to wear a sweatshirt. So I think the heat is really getting to me. Um, okay, so Aubameyang or Pepe? And I have a twist to the question once you guys answer it. But who, Dan? Oh, let's keep with you on this one. Who will score more goals this season, Aubameyang or Pepe? Oh, don't you gonna... want them to be this happy, Dan? Don't you oh, want no, them to man. be that happy? Oh, I loved that. I loved that day. I loved that day. I know no one was there, but I loved that day still. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put, put it out there. I hate doing stuff like this. I'm gonna put it out there. I think Pepe will be our player of the season, and I think he'll be our, our, our best player. So I'm gonna go Pepe. I just love the kid. I, I honestly, I love Pepe. I think he gets so much stick because he was 72 million. I think Pepe is gonna be player of the season. And I'm going to go Pepe. Super Kev. Aubameyang. Easy Aubameyang. for him. He's going to leave Easy. it right there. Um, Gianni judges. Gianni says Pepe. <laughs> oh, really? Ooh. I, I, I do think that Pepe is coming to the to the top of his game. And I do feel Aubameyang is just waning a little bit. Like, you know, that's, I do feel that. And I feel that, uh, you know, put him up top and the boy will score goals. Lee. <laughs> Go on, Kev. Cheery on, Lee, I... done it. Robin Van Persie done it. It's time for the Pepe show. Thierry Henry, different build. You see he's big, strong. I don't think Pepe could take the hits of centre forward, mate. No but... chance. But I don't he... think it matters. I think he can still score goals, no matter what. I just think Aubameyang, mm. I worry. I just worry so much. I hope you're right, Casey. I'd love to see him bang 30 in. I fancy Pepe, and I think he gets hell of a, hell of a lot of yeah, more Pepe air left. goals. Pepe... <laughs> <laughs> Pepe left, Saka right, Smith Rowe 10, and Aubameyang up top, and I think Pepe will still score a hatful. I really do. I... Uh, okay, now my twist to the question, I don't know if uh, if Simon is Simon Darmus because I have Sostradamus moments, but you just took the twist out of my little tail here, Simon, Sophie, and I love answered, it. You've not even answered the question. Yet. I will, right. I, I, I think Pepe, <laughs> But personally. you twisted it. Okay, right, okay, I do Pepe. But my twisty, um, and Simon put it up, if Aubameyang isn't firing, does he get benched? Let's say he gets benched. And Balogun gets chances. Does Balogun score more goals than both of them? No. Not really. No? No. We're in for a striker at the moment, so so the rumours go. You know, the lad at AC oh, Milan is uh, yeah. into Milan. Yes. The Toro Martinez or whatever. Oh, Martinez, so, I heard yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, you know, so look, obviously... Are you playing goal? Well, I hope so, Lee. I tell you, hey, we All don't right, need them to play and go. We need them to bang some goals in. I look. I think we need we need more goal threats from around our from around our team. We do. And if there's more goal threats, we're a lot more dangerous as a as a team, obviously. So okay, here's one for you, and I'll start. Let's stick with you here, Super Kev, because yep. this is your jam right here. A player that everyone wants to see get a shot. We all love him. That's Mr. Martinelli. Okay. Right. How many games will Martinelli start next season? 
All right, get ready, everyone in chat. How many games will Martinelli start next season? More than 10? More than 15? Or less than both? I think Martinelli... Is that is that all games yeah. or just league? Is Premier that League, games? Premier League games only. I think I think Martinelli will start more than fifteen. Ooh, at whose expense, Kev? Don't matter. Don't matter at whose right. expense because we don't know who's going to be injured, etc. So it's not just a straight. He's coming in and someone's getting dropped. No, okay. I think Some. Who play more than 50. Some people in ch in chat are saying less, more. Um, Richard, our regular listener in Turkey, says You're less than 10. Yeah. I've <laughs> Kev's writing it all down. I'm Trust writing me. it all down. Don't it's worry. It's all recorded. No one can get Don't away with worry, this shit. Mate. Oh, the, the ledger's here, mate. The ledger. <laughs> <laughs> he makes all the... <laughs> The notes, I love it. It's fantastic. Doesn't want anyone getting away with anything, no, Mr. No, Judges. No chance, Dan, what do you think, Dan? What's your take on this? Well, apparently this manager loves Martinelli, so 38, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. No, I'm joking, of course. I don't think the manager rates him as highly as everyone says. I think it will be less than 15. And the reason I say that is because I think that what we'll see is Pepe and Saka a lot more. And because of the uh, less games that we see, I think we're gonna. He's gonna struggle to get into this side. We're talking already. I would. I'd like to see Martinelli playing up top personally, and I would put him ahead of Balogun because I think Martinelli's ahead of him in the pecking order. So if Abamyang isn't doing it up top, I'd be playing Martinelli up there. But I don't think this manager's looking at that. I think he sees him in and around a ten-minute sort of change of pace, some legs, some League Cup games, some FA Cup games. That's what I think Martinelli will be this season, unfortunately. So I'm going to go less than 15. All right. Um, Lee, did you, you haven't answered yet, have I you? Answered, no, I haven't answered Yeah. Listen, I'd love it to be more than 15. I'd love it to be more. In, but I just can't see it under this manager. I can't mm. see it. Don't forget he's got to fit William in at least 15 times. <laughs> I haven't even included him in this questions because I can't um, take it. I just no, can't no, even no, decide. No. Do you think, Lee, that he's looking up right here saying, praying, you know, he's got, you know, he's, look how adorable he is, Martinelli. Please play me. Please play me. Lee, is that less than 15, yeah? Oh, he said less than 10, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think less than 15. I, I, or or less know, than I, 10. I'm, I'm, I'm in between 10 and 15. Okay, less than 15 then, yes. yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'd love to think that it'd be more because I think that, you know, I, I think that if a Bamiang doesn't, um, Sit a lot well to like. I, I could see like Martinelli coming back and, and take it, stealing his thunder a little bit. Put Pepe up front, Martinelli out wide. I think we got it, but that's my opinion. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> of course, Lee. But I, 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 I think that, uh, listen, I think you know, Kevin will tell you as well that he's got time on his side. I, I still believe that, like, still learning the game, still getting you know, he had valuable minutes last time. I I'm going to say this now. From the first day I seen him, was in Newcastle away. He come on for ten minutes and he excited me. Do you know what? Not a lot of players and a lot, of, not a lot of things at Arsenal have excited me over the last few years. This boy does excite me. Saka, of course, does. But you, 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 you expected it a little bit more with Saka. I didn't really know what I was getting with Martinelli. He was a little bit unknown when he came in there, and I thought, yes, we've got a player. And I still believe that now. And I, I do believe that he should be getting more chances. And I think that he should be actually, um, like Kevin said, playing more games. Mm -hmm. I do believe that. But I just doubt. I, just, I haven't got confidence in this manager. 
Well, yeah, he'll come some... back from the Olympics. Fit, won't they? Be, be good. Yeah, yeah, be good He'll timing. Fit, so timing. It, it could be good for him. And also, Kev, this comment from Alex, you know, there's going to be some chances um, along the way here. Um, so we'll see. That's yeah, that's a and, good point. And, and yeah. he's, got to, he's got to keep fit because Martinelli has, yeah. you know. he's going to be away in January, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And Pepe. Yeah. So he's going to get his chances. So, all right. Um, so, 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 so. What, about, yeah. what do you think, so? I think he's less than 15 is okay. what I'm going to go for, Kev. Because I do okay. think he'll get his chances come yeah. November, December when Arteta's sacked. <laughs> so, <laughs> cheap joke. It was there for the taking. It's a bit late night comedy, you guys. It's okay. Don't kill me. I'm joking. Is that, uh, is anyone no, you're in, not told. Forget it. Many a true words. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dan, with the, go on, uh, mate. With the, with the African Cup of Nations, is, does anyone want to take Willie Ann with him? Just like, you know, oh. give him a run, give him a run out. You know, I don't know if he can go, have a run, run out for one of them. I don't know. He's I don't think he qualifies. You know, nice, maybe we could it? change his nationality and make, make all that, I want, all that I happen. Want this guy here. Um, I really don't. Yeah. Well, no, that I know. might be a question, Solve. How many games will William play this season? It didn't include him, but you know what? It could be a bonus at the very end. Um, you love the bonus question, so that could be yours, <laughs> Super Kev. Right, um, here we go. We've got a few more. We'll try and rattle through these. Are uh, you guys okay for a little added time tonight? Selfie time. Yeah, go on. He's just got a few designs <laughs> to do after. That's he's, drunk, he's drunk too much. He's drunk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, she has been buying Lee the drinks, crying out loud. Right. Um, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Grab a beer. Um, if Tavares steps in for an injured Tierney and does really well, would Mikel keep with Tavares as his starting left back? Can you see that happening, Dan? I will start with you. If Tavares comes in and does well for an injured Tierney, and I'm only going by history and I don't want Tierney to be injured. We all want him to be safe and sound. By the way, how cool does he look with that shirt on? My goodness. What do you think, Dan? That's a great picture, Soph. That's a great picture. Isn't it? Should Very we see it one more quality. time? Very high yeah? quality. Look at that. I did my Very high death work. Thanks, Dan. Oh, I like Thanks, it. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, do you think do i think he'll play no i don't and the reason i say that is because i think that kieran Tierney is so important to the way that we play or the way that arteta i think wants to play that i don't think we can afford to i think tavares has been brought in as backup and if we do not have a right back people are saying he can play there so it may be that if we don't have a right back he goes over to the right hand side who knows i don't feel like he will play at left back if he is playing at his top of his game, because I believe his job is to cover for Kieran Tierney. Now, of course, you want competition, so let's hope that he's absolutely su superb. But I do think Kieran Tierney is one of our best players and off-the-pitch stuff, leadership, mentality. I want that kid on that pitch all season. I absolutely love him. He's my favourite player by far. So, Kieran Tierney, please, fingers crossed, man. I'm praying he doesn't get injured this season. You know, Lee, I really don't like it when um, players who come in and do really well immediately get subbed uh, and the, the star player comes in. But I get it. That's sports. That's how it works. Yeah, it works. Um, yeah. what do you order. think? Yeah. Pecking you... order. There's a pecking order and there always will be. And for, for me, Tierney, 
I think we'll have a fantastic season this season because you know why no Europe? So we'd be out of uh, play, rest, rest, train, play, rest, train. And I think that that sometimes is, is very, very important building up that. If he has a good pre-season, gets his body in the right shape and all that, which I think that um, they will do. <laughs> I, I don't think that he missed that many games. So, someone's uh, just put a hilarious... Sorry, someone's just put one? a hilarious comment. Oh, it's... Uh, <laughs> His class, Zamir. Zamir has said, "How many games will Tavares play as a false nine? <laughs> Zamir is Zemir, so that's, quality. That's, he, that's call, he calls uh, he calls Kev Kevin Campbell Esquire because he he calls him Arteta's lawyer, and I'm Kev, lawyer. Kev is all lawyer. Kev is always ready." Uh, for Zamir, oh, well, Zamir, I tell you, broke him up, <laughs> broke him up, boy. <laughs> Sorry, no, 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 Sorry. I tell you what, you never know, do you? Know no, no I, listen, I, I am, um, I am, I'm gonna, I'm backing Arteta this season. I, I feel that you know he's gonna have everything there, and I feel that this you, you've got to get behind the manager and the team, but um. I think Tierney's going to do all right. I, 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 but if uh, if Tierney's injured, as soon as he's fit, he comes straight back in because, you know, he's in the pecking order. That's what happens at football clubs. Also, Super Kev? Yeah, also, let me just add to what Lee and Dan said, actually. I think the fact Kieran Tierney committed to Arsenal again signing a new contract is huge. And I, I just think he is our first choice left back. You know, he's one of the best left backs, if not the best left back, in the Premier League. And, you know, we're looking for him to really push on and, and help the team this season. So if he's injured and Tavares comes in and he does well, hey, well done for holding the spot for Tierney. Tierney comes back. Yeah, because, um, yeah, you know, Man United now think Luke Shaw's the best left back in Europe and they've got the best defence because they've signed Varane. But, you know, they still have Juan Bissaka, so it's not complete. Um, there you go. That's my bitchy comment for the day. Here's a fun one for you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've not answered. Why don't you answer? Well, because I'm kind of, you know, in a host mode. Um, but yeah, I'll answer. Well, I, I need you to answer because I'm writing I, everything I, down. I, I can see it happening, but not because Arteta doesn't believe in Tierney. I think it's a protection thing. So I agree with, was it um, Dan who said he's going to train, rest, play a few games, um, so I can see it happening. I can, unfortunately, or fortunately, Sorry, because he's, can you see happening? Him, I can see Tavares so having a good his, run in the side this season. Yes. So you, you and, see him keeping his place. Remember Dan said, yes, no, he's not. I, I can see him keeping his place. If he's making goals and he's playing really well, I think Arteta can't afford to do what he did last season and bench players when they play well, that would be um, completely unfair. But like Lee said, and you said, Kev, seniority and you know there's certain players that are untouchable and Tierney's definitely one of those mm -hmm. now Dan you'll be disappointed because this isn't really a high def picture but it's a fun one for everyone can we see this happening this season are you asking me first I am then I'm going to say 100% yes because that guy, Harry Kane, is not going to be at that club. So they're in trouble and I love it. So, of course, I think we're going to finish above them. I want to be making sure that we get to, let's say, halfway through the season and we're looking down, way down at the likes of Spurs, Villa, 
West Ham, Everton. Sorry, Kev, I know you've got a soft spot for them. But I want to be seeing those teams below us. And of course, I want to be seeing that horrible team way below us. So I think Harry Kane will go. I think they're in trouble no matter what because they're going to have to try and replace him. And I don't think they're going to be able to. I know Son has signed and that's good for Tottenham because I think he's a great player. But he does not, in terms of goal uh, uh, numbers, he's nowhere near as good. So I think we will finish above Spurs. Yes. Mr. Gianni. is coming back. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, Lee. I like it, Dan. Um, Lee. Well, Spurs supporter tried to argue me with this the other day and said you, that um, they've got Skip coming back. <laughs> <laughs> is that the is that the kangaroo? That, that is it? Yeah, yeah, thing like that. They've got Skip, they got skip, skip the kangaroo oh. and Troy Parrot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip and the Skip and the kangaroo coming back. But, but, but for me, uh, do you know what? I do think that we'll get above them this season on the sheer utter fact we've got some very, very good youngsters. And I think one good thing about it, what you can say about Arteta and uh, Edu at the moment, all the youngsters have signed long-term deals, including Gianni. Like, I put him in that, he's, he's in that young bracket as well, like, you know. And I, I think that Saka, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, Balligan, um, hopefully a couple of more younger midfield players we can get in. I just think that we're going to be uh, um, a little bit too strong for Spurs. And I'll tell you what, you know, whether they sell, even if they don't sell Harry Kane, Spurs have got a bit of a problem because if they sell him, they've got the, um, the, the you know, they lose their goals. But if they keep him, they're keeping an unhappy player. And, I, I you know, I think promises have been made to Harry Kane. I'm not saying promises, but he's been there's been conversations where, Internal, you know, I'll yeah. sign a new contract, but this is going to happen. Now, is one of them going to go against their word? If that does happen, that could cause a few problems. And I don't see Harry Kane putting in the shift that he would do if he was a happy Harry Kane. So, um I, I, I think Spurs, you know, and I'm I'm really hopeful when I say this, I think we'll struggle this season. I, I really do. I think that, you know, unless they, you know, we talk about our track, we need some transfers. Well, um, we're talking like five or six. Well, they, they only finished a point of, above us. So they need five or six to, 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 to go on there. And they're not really doing that much business neither, like, you know. So for me, yes, they've got song. That's a good thing there, you know. They must have got him. They must have got him on the old uh, Pina Coladas when he signed. You know what I mean? Like, they certainly done same ring, you know. But um, but because he would have gone into this season with a year left of his contract and all the power for him to go wherever he wanted to go. So I was very surprised by that. But for me, yeah, let's have it. It's uh, it's coming on. Super Kev, I think we'll finish above them. Um, I don't know what you think and what your answer is, but I, agree, I, yeah, I, I think their time's gone. I think they haven't cashed in on how they've wasted the Harry Kane years is unbelievable, really is. Well, they, they had an experienced squad, didn't they? They really did have an experienced uh, team and squad and they'd done nothing with it. You know, they scared the life out of us getting to the Champions yeah. League final, yeah. let's be honest. And and that was that was it, really. You know, got to the final last season and messed it up of the League Cup. So, typical Spurs behaviour type thing. Not not getting over the line. And now they're selling off a lot of that experience. So, a new regime's in. There's going to be different players. A lot of the players who are coming in don't know the Premier League. They're there for the taking, guys. You take them. Yeah. All right. You know um, funny as well? Sorry, go so on, Dan. You know funny as well, right? In the last seven years, I've seen a terrible... Well, quite a few terrible Arsenal sides, right? 
and yet they've had the best ever team that Tottenham have ever had. And what have they got to show for it? I see zero trophies and I see a bad Arsenal side in the last seven years that have somehow won four FA Cups. And they are so vocal about oh, it. Dan. And it is hilarious. I love Dan. it. It's Dan. brilliant. Dan, please don't, do not put down the prestige of the Audi Cup, mate. <laughs> uh, it is a classic. One that we not yeah, with that I believe trophy yet. Don't worry about that. Can you can you guys imagine what would have happened if Arsenal sacked a world-renowned winning manager five days, six days before a cup final? What would have happened? What the media would have done and said? Unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Know, slaughtered Arsenal for it, blamed the fans, everything like that. Like, you know, but this is typical Tottenham. This is, by the way, uh, serial winner Mourinho's won everywhere where he's gone. You know what I mean? Like, and he goes to Spurs and he couldn't win Tiddlywinks. Exactly. Like, he even you know, won the Europa team. League and League Cup with Man United. <laughs> <and> that. <laughs> giving Tottenham Hotspur. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Once they sacked him, and we were all relieved because we're like Ryan Mason's leading them to their first final for a domestic trophy in how long? I mean, it was just absolute brilliant stuff. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying our Tuesday club-ish. Uh, we're down the pub. We're just talking among friends here, answering some questions. These fellas and myself will be held to account at the end of the season with our answers. There's 600 plus lie in live chat. And if you believe this will happen, hit the like button. If you hate Tottenham, hit the like button. If you love that Harry Kane might be leaving Tottenham, hit the like button. And if you think London is red, just hit the like button. And like some of our listeners say, you can even caress it if you like. All right, here we go. Um, here's one for you guys. You ready? Before we get to the real quick fire round, I'll have you out here in 10 minutes. Will Arteta still be Arsenal manager by Christmas? Genuine question, no jokes aside. Will Arteta still be Arsenal manager by Christmas? Lee, we'll stick with you to start oh, on this one. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. If we go into the if we go into the, to the season with the team we've got now, he won't last. He'd be gone. Like, like he should do. Because let's, let's be honest, no other club, big club, would allow to get eighth, right, and then they wouldn't be there. No, no other club, whether it be Chelsea, Man United. If Oli come eighth like this season, he wouldn't be at Man. He would not be managing Manchester United the following season. So it, it's 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 on our turn. I do believe though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out here. I I am gonna say that he he will get the signings that he wants, and Mikel Arteta will be here at Christmas. Dan, no, <laughs> I don't think he will be. Um, because even with players, I still don't feel he's ready to manage at this level. And I've got to be honest, I hope I'm wrong. He needs to have learned a hell of a lot uh, in one season if he wants to get us where we all want to be. And that's being up there with the cities, Chelsea's, Liverpool's fighting for that top four. And I don't see that it will be enough. So I don't think he will be. Um, and I hope if he isn't, Antonio Conte is waiting in the wings for us to come and save us because he is the guy I want. He's my number one. So let's hope we have Conte well before Christmas. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> Super Kev. Yeah, I think he'll be there. I do. I think we'll be we'll be okay this season. We'll be definitely have a better first half to the season than we did last season. I mean, last season was atrocious. And 
as I said, I think it's going to, our transfer window is going to go right up to the wire. We're going to have to be moving and shaking. The problem with Arsenal is getting some of the players out. We, it's going to have to be a fire sale. We're going to have to get rid of, rid of some of these players, get some money in and then start doing business. But I think right up until the end, we'll be okay this season. Okay, now this question, I'm going to allow you guys to change your answer once the transfer window closes, okay? Sophie, I'm going to say yes, he will Good. be sacked by Christmas. So you're and saying... that's not because I want so, him... No, you're saying no, he won't be manager. Right? Correct. Yeah. But we all get to revisit this question on August 31st. That would be fantastic. Okay. Fair, <laughs> fair <laughs> Judges likes that. Gianni Judges <laughs> loves that one. Yeah. All right. We're on the yeah. August sale. All right. Um, what do you think Arsenal's finishing league position will be? Top four? A Europa League spot? Or eighth all over again? Super Kev, we'll start with you on this one. Top four. We'll change that in August as well. <laughs> we can change no, this one No, too. I've, I've said this before. I think Arsenal will finish out just outside the top four. I think fifth. Arsenal will finish fifth. Dan? Uh, yeah, I'm with KC. I think that United will just nick it to fourth. And I think Liverpool, Chelsea and City will have too much for everyone. So I'll go in fifth. We'll finish above the rest. I think we'll finish above Leicester Spurs and all the others. So I'll go fifth. Taib, what are you talking about? He put 19. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, what's... Uh, uh, at the minute, I don't see no change. I, I think that eighth is about where we'll be at this moment in time. I don't see nothing convinced me at this moment to say that we will will be anywhere near that. I'm a little bit worried because of the um, midfield, but I would like to readdress this question. Okay, yeah, Mr. Judges. We will add this one. Kev, me and Kev are looking at that as well, saying if, if these signings yeah. are coming. Yeah, in, the signings have to come yeah. in. Well, to be, I don't know. I think you're right, eighth, yeah. I mean, Dan and, and guys, do you, I mean, Villa, are they going to be as good next season? Leeds, are they going to have the same type of season? Well, Everton, think, under I, I, Benitez? I Villa will be better. I do think Leeds will be better. I, and I'll tell you this now, I think Everton will be better as well. So I, I, I think that we've got a little bit of a worry. We've got to look behind before we look above. But mm. I think if we sign two midfield players, right, and we'll have to wait to see what two they are, but if we sign two midfield players that I hope we sign, I think we're, we're surprised everybody without Europe and we're coming to top four. Mm-hmm. Um, Kartik, they're questions, they're hypothetical based on, you know, it's just a bit of a bit of fun. So you, they're separate questions. Oh, no. but, yeah. The reason I think we're coming fifth is I don't yeah. think Conte is going to be our manager. We'll be there. The he's going to think Conte's manager after <laughs> exactly. Christmas. That's why That's why he's saying that. Oh, harsh one there, Kev. Everton are a dead club. I don't think with Benitez coming in, um, they are going to be a dead club. I just no, think he's too disciplined. Manager, hey, listen, if they're a dead, manager. If, listen, here's the thing. If they're a dead club with eight games to go, they could have qualified for the Champions League. Yeah. That, yeah. that we, we want no, that to be us. We want that to be us with eight games to go, don't we? We can qualify only, for the Champions League. That, the only thing about Everton, though, Kevin, this is a bad thing about them. You know, they've lost the heritage of Liverpool now, thanks to Everton, like that, I mean, which is not very good. Hey, listen, it, but it happens. These, these things happen, don't it? These things yeah. happen. But, these do. That's, 
But such is life. It's not more. It's not more. Heritage. There's just hope. The hotels will go down in price because of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the quick fire five. You guys ready? Quick yes no or no it. answers here. Ten seconds if you want to ad lib a little bit. Um, Dan, I will start you. I'm going to do all of these in a row for um, each one of you. We'll go around the table. Okay, Dan first, then we'll go to Lee and then Super Kev. Who wins in the time? I'll time it. See who wins. Oh, yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, 646 in live chat. Thanks so much for joining us. We've got Lee and Dan oh, here from Lee oh, Judges TV. Oh, 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 here we go again. Yes, sir. What position? Super- <laughs> 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 what you do to after the show finishes? That's up to you. <laughs> no, what, no. what, what position? <laughs> what position? League position will Arsenal finish at the end of the season? Oh, well, we should get first time. I, I think um, if we make more signings, I think we'll finish in the top six. Cool. So How about them, is it, Apples? Is it, is it fifth or sixth? It's sixth. Six. <laughs> You're such a stickler. I love it. <laughs> so, well, we, me and Dan said fifth. You'll say top six. I mean, yeah. come on. And Antonio Conte, <laughs> when he comes in in December, takes Antonio over. Antonio Conte, <laughs> you joking it. Yeah, Jesus, please. That means we'll have to spend money, real money. (laughs) We can pray. We can pray. Hey, 50 million on Ben White is real money, if that's going to happen. I'll believe it when I see it. All right, the quick five-five. Here we go. We start with Dan. Uh, Callum Chambers will start more games at right back than Cedric next season. Yes. Lee? Yes. Kev? Yep. Unfortunately, it's a yes for me as well. Um, Thomas Party will score a goal within the first three games. Dan? No. <laughs> no. Lee? No. Kev? No. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to put a little cheeky bet on it as well. Um, Gunnosaurus will be hit by an Aubameyang penalty and be knocked out for the season. If you've seen the premiere of Ted Lasso Season 2, you'll know why I'm asking this stupid but fun question. <laughs> I'll say I'll say yes, and Meza Urza will come and save him again. <laughs> uh, no, oh my god, yeah, that's no, hilarious! <laughs> Kev's not even going to bother answering my stupid question. I know it. <laughs> Just um, shaking his head. <laughs> Rob Holding will score more goals from set pieces than any other defender this season. Dan, no. Lee. That's just as bad as the, the, the question. <laughs> yeah, you know? the Gunnosaurus. I'll wait and like see. Is. You guys wait and see. Arteta loves Robbo, Holdinho. Kev? Nope. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> well, uh, how? Yeah. When he's not even going to be playing? He will be playing in some games. Gabriel, um, I, I hear you, but no, I think I think Rob is at zero headers in zero games. Is that right? Well, just having a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah. I'm showing you my betting scheme here. Well, nothing, just well, jump on ball. Why are they calling him Rob Baldy? There's no need for that. That's, that's not, not cool. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. I'm just saying maybe you guys can help him out a little bit here. You know, yeah, we've, give we've him a little bit of the shag. You know what we've I'm saying? We've got some here for him if he right. wants some. Definitely. Okay. And I'm going to get you out on this question. This is the last question, everyone. Another little bit of fun. By the way, I did have a picture of Gunnosaurus. I mean, really? Him. Hey, come on. Kalasinac and Xhaka will be at the Arsenal when the season starts. Kalasinac no and Xhaka will still no be at the Arsenal when the season starts. I tell you this now: if that <laughs> happens, I am not going to the Emirates this season. 
<laughs> I'll tell you that now. No, they're both going. Kalasanach will end up doing that pay him to leave thing again, I reckon, because nobody's going to pay him 125k a week. So we're going to have to get rid of his contract and Chaka will go to Roma. So no, so no. It's the judges. I, I can see definitely Shaka going to Roma, but I, I, I could see them maybe not get, being able to get a club for Kalasanach. So... Uh, 50-50, but I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Dan, though. I mean, the meltdown, if they're there, Kev, the meltdown. Yeah, they, they have to go. They're dead wood now. Um, look, Xhaka had a good second half to the season last season. And you saw him in the Euros. When it's a slower build-up, it's, it's yeah. his game is better. Sue Italy, we need the money for a more athletic midfielder. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I think they'll both be gone. I remember the question was when the season starts. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're sticking with your answers. No, no. I'm, I'm saying Klesnitz should still be there be, uh, be, uh, in Friday, August the 13th. Friday the 13th, by the way. When we're the yeah, but, yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's a, that's a dodgy question because the window's still open. Uh, right. I mean, it's a question though, Mr. Yeah, Kevin I know, Campbell. I know, but the window's still open. So the season starts and then he goes... The week, the next week. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I I'm think just... I think both players will not be at Arsenal this season. That's that's the key. Okay. So. A lot of listeners want to know how many notes, how many pages of notes you've taken, Super Kev. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are Lee Gianni Judge's designs, actually. So. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, that is it. That anyway, is it. Anyway. Um, we end. We'll end as <laughs> we. We'll end as we end began. As we shall we? Yeah, okay. End as we started. What a great show, you guys! Absolutely brilliant stuff. I mean, top top shelf. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been just a blast and a bit of fun with the uh, Tuesday clubbish uh, pub game. Um, so, and... did you say no? Oh yeah. <laughs> I just I just want to finish off me notes. No, I just want to finish off me notes. There's a gap. There's a I gap. I say absolutely they'll be there when the season starts. Yes. Okay. So you're yes. Yeah. 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 Got inside info, you know. Um, you. tell everyone where they can find you, lads. Tell them about the new show. They got to subscribe. Um, great stuff. Tell them. Tell them, Dan. Tell them, Lee. Go on, Lee. Well, you can subscribe if you want to the Lee Judges channel uh, or TV. I think it's called Lee Judges TV. Oh, I've had a few shandies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're doing loads of different content on there, like, you know, and um, obviously going to get you guys involved as well, which is fantastic. So, uh, yeah, uh, come and have a look at us and um, we'll try and entertain you. There will All be right. a few laughs on the way as well, I can guarantee it. Lovely. Fantastic. Very good stuff. And Dan, I've not even been on yet. Keeping me well away, aren't you? Keeping me well away. You better not. I mean, I'm gonna you better... them up, man. Yeah, man. Brock it up, Kev. Let's around. get them, Kev. Let's get these oh, guys. Andy got the shades on, so look, and the shades are on. Love it. <laughs> We need a couple of them judges, don't we? We need a couple of those judges TV. Come on, get your act together. Right. Yeah, um, Squaddies, you were brilliant tonight. Absolutely brilliant with your responses. I am going to leave it to Super Kev. By the way, we're giving away a couple Brock the Neck merchandise pieces uh, tomorrow. 
Um, we'll be back tomorrow night with uh, hopefully Jill Ellis, uh, World Cup winning and Olympian, a gold Olympic gold uh, winning coach for the US women's national team. Uh, and um, and then on Thursday, we have a round table with Mr. David Hillier and Ask Blog himself. Friday's Kevin Says, your show, remember, um, Super Kev answers all your questions. Mr. Kevin Campbell, over to you. Well, listen, I'd just like to thank Gianni Lee Judges, Dan, Dapper Dan Potts, uh, Sophie, Hostess with the Moses, and I've got to thank you, Squaddies, because you Squaddies joining us, you make it. So, Squaddies, we'll see you tomorrow, and at ease. <laughs>